What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Bento Podcast. This is going to be our sixth episode, and our topic today is adulting during lockdown. Now, before we move forward with our you know topic today, I just want to point out that this is actually the very first time ever, like literally ever, like in the history of podcasting or in the history of Bento Podcast at least, that I'm doing this podcast alone. There's no guest. There is literally nobody to talk to. I'm literally talking to myself and to my microphone. This is the very first time ever. And I got to say, it's it's a bit weird. It's almost like you're talking to yourself, but you're not, you know, like because, you know, there's literally nobody here to listen. But at the same time, uh, you I mean, I know for sure that that uh, that you guys are going to listen. So. You know, it's a very weird feeling because you're talking to yourself, but at the same time, you're also not talking to yourself. Yeah, but yeah, wish me luck because this is going to be my very first solo effort. All right. Well, anyways, let's go back to let's go back to business, which is adulting during lockdown. So what exactly is adulting during lockdown? Like, why is this even like a thing? Like, what does it mean? Well, adul- adulting during lockdown, the reason why I u- like I use that particular word adulting and lockdown it's because well for every you know everybody knows at this point that a lot of people were going through um lockdowns a lot of governments were uh constricting uh social movements in a lot of their countries to to kind of curb the spread of COVID 19 and so a lot of us really spent a lot of time at home and guys just to just to point out this is august like this is August. Like we are more than halfway through 2020, and we're still at home. At least from you know, for most of us, we're still at home. We're not going anywhere. Like definitely not out of the country. Not anytime soon as well. But yeah, just to put that in mind, like this has been at least you know a, a six month journey for all of us. You know, so you know, kudos to all of you who who are still in lockdown and you know still trying to to carry on with life uh, life as usual you know it's not easy that's for sure so that's the lockdown uh part of it like you know everybody's at home everybody's literally just in one particular spot only in one particular building or house for months on end and the adulting part is basically growing up you know reason is um and this is you know a personal experience that i've that i've um, felt is that i came back to indonesia uh, on the 21st of january i remember that very clearly because well it was the last day that i rode a plane um today is the 21st of august and i'm recording this on the 21st of august so this is literally i would say about seven months in so i'm i have been at home for seven months never thought that you know a seven week holiday would turn into a seven month holiday uh so i mean it's not a holiday i still have my online courses and stuff but yeah i feel that the the person that came home on that 21st of january is a different person that that i am uh today this 21st of august and so that kind of made me think like oh okay so i've actually like you know adulted i mean that's not even a word to be honest i mean adulted is not even a word I basically matured up a bit like I matured during this lockdown phase which is about six seven months so 
adulting during lockdown is basically a very rough term that I use to say that people mature during lockdown. But how does that happen? Like, how does that even work? And why does that happen? All right. So getting into the main, you know, the main topic of the business itself. I'm going to share my personal experience uh, as in like, how do I like consider this as adulting during lockdown? What did I face? What did I have to go through? What, what, you know, the things that I were thinking and stuff. And then the second thing is that the factors around us, you know, what personally, what do I feel would be the, you know, the personal triggers that make us grew up or matured as individuals? Because I've seen a lot of my friends as well. And I think my friends, you know, people who I met months back, like I would say five, six months back, before you know the whole lockdown thing happened are also a different person different people than they are you know uh that they are now so like you see that particular differences from people and you start to think that you know adulting during lockdown is actually a thing you know maybe not a lot of people really notice it because they're just alone with themselves all the time but it it really happens and it doesn't just apply to you know to people that are working or people that are studying it's literally just overall in general people have been thinking a lot and they have grown because of that for better or worse we never know but one thing is for sure that people have changed during the six months now going to our first phase our first part of the podcast today is my personal experience now what i personally have felt and i don't know what about you know what what you guys are thinking but personally for me i felt that there has been a lot of changes and i have faced a lot of things surprisingly like it, it's pretty ironic that i face a lot of problems a lot of different like events a lot of different things that i have to go through without even stepping out of my house like it's pretty ironic that the less you move the more problem you face i don't even know how that works but it really does and I've faced a lot of things during this, you know, past five, six months. A lot of things have happened in my life. And it's just been a, you know, a very roller coaster of a ride, to be honest. And is it fun? I mean, not exactly. I mean, it really depends on how you look at it. But, you know, there's definitely some good things and there's some bad things. You know, it really depends on how you want to take away all of these experiences as a whole. But overall, it's been a very fun ride, I would say. Now... One of the things that I faced a lot of is, and I, you know, I don't know if this is also something that you're facing, uh, but I have been thinking a lot, like literally, I've been thinking a lot during this past five six months, um, about my life, about my future, and about what I want to do. Just, just basically overall, just thinking. You know, I personally am a guy who loves to think about, like, thinking ahead making a plan, all those kinds of things. But during lockdown, those things have just like been amplified, you know? And one particular reason is I think it's because I've spent a lot of time alone. And I think a lot of you guys face the same thing as well, you know, especially for those that are working at home or those that are doing online studies. You don't get to meet a lot of friends, like physically. You know, you meet them, you interact with them maximum through video chats like video calls or just texting 
Like, that's pretty much it. Like, that's your social life pretty much for the past half a year, you know? And that really impacts you because you don't have that physical bonding moment that you would usually have when you're maybe when you're in class with your friends or maybe when you're working. You feel that physical interaction and you really miss it, you know, during these times. And because of that, you start to think a lot about yourself and you, you, you're a lot of like a lot of time with yourself to think about things that maybe you would never think about when you're with other people. But now that you're alone, you start to think, you know what? Oh, wait, wait, what about this? What about that? You start to notice a lot of things. And that's me personally. Okay, one of the things. I start to think a lot about, you know, what do I, uh, what do I want to do in the next five years? Something like that. Or maybe even beyond that. You know, what, what about what the next 10 years? The next 15, 20? Like, I know that it sounds very scary if you think about it. Like, wow, okay, 15 years from now, I don't even know. Like, what the hell is going to happen in 15 years? I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone 15 years. But sometimes you just think about it, you know. And that's because you, you spend a lot of time with yourself. You start to think that, you know, things that are usually, you know, far-fetched in your head, it's just there. And nobody's stopping you from thinking about it because usually when you start to think about stupid things and you start to share with your friends, a lot of people would just say, dude, stop thinking about that. It's still like, I don't know, God knows how long. Just stop. But nobody's going to be there to say it this time because you're all alone, like literally in your room, maybe with your, like, well, of course, with your family or maybe not. I don't know. But there, you don't have that, like that social figure, like that friend who usually just poke you and say, you know what, just shut up and let's go eat, you know. So a lot of my uh, events, I would say, the personal events that I've been through has been really just about, uh, in, you know, in between me and my mind. You know, it's just been like a, a, a battle between me and my mind, thinking about what exactly is happening. You know, how do I, how do I like grasp all of this? Um, what's the plan? And okay, this, this is also for people who are taking online courses. I don't know about you. But personally, for me, I personally feel that online courses um, well, the biggest downside is that it's online. Classes are bad enough as it is. You know, Making it online literally does not help at all. I can tell you that 100%. It does not help at all. But yeah, it. one of the things I would say the positive thing about it is that, like I said, it comes back to the fact that you, you get to spend a lot of time with yourself. Regardless whether you think it's good or bad, maybe that's really up to you, but it really makes you think. How does it make me like, like, what's the process of adulting that I went through? Well, the process of, of adulting that I went through was that I started to really focus more on my future than I ever was, you know, because this particular pandemic has really affected the global economy in general in a really bad way. The first couple of months, it's already worse than the Great Depression. And then the upcoming months, well, God knows how, how it's going to be, but let's just hope it's not going to be that bad. But the thing is that you're constantly exposed to these kinds of things, you know, and you start to like kind of like poke yourself or just slap yourself in the face and be like, wake up, you know, this is real. This is really happening. You know, you're like, 
you really got to think about your future right now because shit's going down. Like, literally, shit is going down. The Titanic is sinking. We really got to think this through. So, you know, that's one of the process of adulting that I went through is that I start to think more about the consequences of what I'm doing right now in a sense that now that you have a lot of time, what do you want to do? You know, well, personally for me, I run my own business. I got this podcast going on and I got my my uh, master's degree going on. But apart from that, like, what else can I do to better myself? You know, that's one of the things that I would say one of the adulting process that I went through was also that I kept asking myself questions of how can I better myself? How can I better myself? Because in the future, you will need skills of some sort. Some people love, um, you know, coding in terms of like Python, all these kinds of things. Some other people are more into like digital marketing, social media management, all these things. And some people are even, you know, into something a bit more like abstract, like cooking, painting, design, just things that will, you know, equip you with the skills that you need to have a career that you can enjoy and be proud of. You know, and these things, they don't really pop up unless you really have a lot of time to yourself and just think. Like, literally just think. You know, so, and the other process of adulting that I went through is that um, now with work from home or studying from home, in my sense, you kind of have to be more responsible for yourself. You know, you know what I mean? Because think about it. Now, when when you're usually working in your office, when you're usually doing your work in school, you have that atmosphere, that environment that kind of pushes you to do it because you're in the zone. Like you're you're in a place where you're supposed to do something. And that's why you do it. It comes like it comes naturally. It's just human nature. You know, you're at you're in the office, you work, you're at home, you rest. But now everybody is in lockdown. You kind of have to be responsible for yourself and think like, okay, I'm at home, but I also have to work. You know, okay, I'm at home, but I got to keep studying. Okay, I'm at home, but I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure these things go through like and everything is just as it is, as if I'm in the office. And that's not something easy, I'm telling you, because your mind is geared to think that, okay, this is my house, this is my room, and like just 15 feet, like, you know, 15 centimeters away is my bed. This is the place where I should actually relax and just, you know, take a break. But no, the reality is that you really got to slap yourself and say, you know what, let's get this shit done. We really have to do this because this is the reality right now. And so I personally have to do that a lot as well because I got a lot of work. Like, I literally have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of, like, shit that I got to just be done with. And it's really hard when you're at home because this is the place where you're supposed to get away from work, not looking for it, you know? And now it's just you're you're in a, you're in a spot where you just can't divide which one is the spot for you to rest and which one is the spot for you to just, you know, uh, work. And so you got to be very disciplined with yourself right now because you have to make sure that you can stay as productive even when you're at home, when you're supposed to be comfortable. So in a sense, it also trained me to do that. Like that's also the part of adulting that I went through is that, you know, 
I became a bit more disciplined with how I, I do things. And, you know, and I see this not just with me personally. I see this with a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are already working right now in, in banks, research companies, um, you know, in, in uh, social media, like digital agencies, all these kinds of things. So it's not easy work. It's really hard work. Uh, a lot of people, have my, like a lot of my friends are also working in like consultancies company, tax companies. This is like really hard work. Like you, you just can't imagine, like you just can't fathom the amount of work that you will get. And imagine that now you're at home, right? You work from, let's say, I don't know, nine o'clock. You're in your room, in your own bedroom. You started work. You open your Zoom or Skype or Google Meet or whatever it is. Everybody's working as usual, maybe without uniform, uh, without like working clothes, you know, just your own pajamas or something. Some people do that. Trust me. Some people do that. Um, and then, you know, comes a time when you just have to uh, six o'clock, like seven o'clock. Usually you'd be expecting to maybe go home or maybe nine o'clock you're supposed to go home. But now nine o'clock, you're already at home because you never left home. And yet you still have to work. Maybe even like up till 12 or maybe one in the morning because a lot of people do like do that. It does happen a lot more often than you'd even think about. So I see that a lot of my friends, they're really trying hard. They're, they, they know that there is a lot of distraction. You know, you've got everything in your house. You know, you've got your television, you got your TV, you got your laptop, you got your phone, you got your tablet, you got your game consoles, you've got everything. Netflix is just one click away, literally, and nobody's going to get mad at you because nobody's watching. And that's the hardest part. You know, you have to work, but you also know that if you don't work or like, you know, if you don't do work today, at least nobody's going to tell, like nobody's going to like be mad at you because nobody's, nobody's there. You have to be your own supervisor and say, hey, let's get this shit done and let's get like, like, you know, let's push Netflix to like, I don't know, tomorrow, like the weekends. That's really hard. And I know a lot of my friends are also saying that it's extremely hard. Like a lot of them are literally just battling, like their hands are literally just itching, trying to click Netflix.com on their browser because it is that tempting. And yet they don't. You know, so I think a lot of people grew during this lockdown. A lot of people, they become more responsible for their own work. They become more capable adults, I would say. Because a lot of my friends, you know, they're young adults uh, in their early 20s, 20 to 23, 24. You know, like you're, you're still in a very, like we're still in a very young, a very, you know, early stage of our lives. And the fact that we have to be very disciplined already with ourselves, you know, amidst this, you know, all of this pandemic and stuff, it really goes to show that a lot of people that grow during this, you know, five, six months, you know, you really have to convince yourself to do things that you, you know, you have to do it. But at the same time, you also know if you don't do it, nobody's really going to like be mad at you that particular day. You can also like do catch up work next day, but you know, you keep yourself composed and you just kept going and you keep working and you keep just, you know, keep pushing and doing your stuff as it should be. And so, yeah, I would say to all of you, you know, to all of you guys, the listeners out there and just to everyone, literally, 
whether you're listening or not, you know, the fact that you can still be very productive. Wow. That is just wow for me. You know, you really have, you really have outdone yourself. So I would say that's a, you know, a very good thing for me personally. Uh, how I've grown personally, like the adulting process that I've gone through, I would say that would be it. The fact that I have to think a lot more about my future and more than that, I've also have to like, um, understand uh, people more and then like I have to be more in control of myself in terms of my habits distraction and then just being disciplined and stay focused it's not easy but that's you know what this is what a lockdown has given me personally and I'm pretty sure it has given a lot of you guys as well I know a lot of my friends have been doing that as well they've really like literally they have grown into better people during this lockdown. So moving on to the next point, which is what what are the other factors that makes us, you know, grow as a person? Well, I would break it down into a couple. But the first thing I would say is just reality. You know, when reality just slaps you in your face and just shouts at you. Because during this lockdown, like I said, the economy has been pretty tough on everyone. Nobody was spared, literally. Nobody was spared. And we start to see people around us being, um, you know, those that are looking for work are not getting work. Those that are already working, some of them lost their jobs. Some of them who have already worked for a long time even have to lose their jobs as well. And the worst part of this all is that Usually, when we hear about people losing their jobs, majority of it, we don't know the people. We don't know them, you know. But you know it's bad when people around you, people that you know personally, people that you hang out with personally are losing their jobs. That's when shit really gets bad. And that's when you know shit is going bad. That's when you know the Titanic is really sinking. You know, and that's what's happening to all of us right now. And so I think it's that feeling of urgency, that that alarming feeling that, you know, the economy is giving to us, especially to people around us, it really gives us that extra push to really think more and to really, you know, consider the future in a more mature and a more wise way because you know that things are going bad for people around you. You start to think, okay, why can't it happen to me, you know? I'm definitely like we're definitely part of this whole thing. Like if they can lose their job, like let's say if I'm working and then my close friend lost their job, I would be asking the same thing. I was like, if he can get like fired, why can't I get fired? You know, I I will definitely have that uh, thought in my mind and that would literally keep me up at night. So I think that's number one. Number two is also like. For most of us, we're 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 in an age that we just graduated, like university, about twenty one or twenty three, twenty two, twenty four, right around that age, twenty five, and we're at an age where we're supposed to start our own family. We start like as, at least you know from an Asian perspective, you know, being in Asia and all these things. This is you know the common understanding that the society have. Got to start looking for you know houses, and you got to start thinking about houses. And I think it's it's not just about the COVID 
pandemic and the lockdown and everything. It's it's just a mere coincidence that this is happening to our generation at a particular time point where we are supposed to think of these things. And the fact that we are left in a in a situation where we're like left alone with our thoughts, you know, you really start thinking about it. And you start to realize the things that you're lacking, the thing, a lot of things that you have to do, the mountain that we together, all of us have to climb to really achieve that particular point in life where we can say, you know, we can start our own family. We can, you know, be a man of the house. We can be a woman of the house. We can literally be heads of our own family, be a mother and a father to future kids and something like that. You know, those are, you know, those are the thoughts that, that will start to creep in at this age. And the whole lockdown thing just amplifies that all, you know, because now you start to realize that, okay, shit, like, I don't really have a lot of time as much as I thought I would, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's just four or five years or something else. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm at point zero. What do I do now? So those are the things that you start to think about. Right. And the third one I would say is also the fact that we are early uh, in our career. Like most of us, I would say most of our uh, my listeners right now would be in the beginning phase of their career. If not, maybe they're still looking for work. Now with the lockdown, you know, you're either holding on to your job, making sure and hoping, fingers crossed, that you're not going to get fired, or you're in a position where you hope somebody's going to call you for an interview. It's a very uncertain time. And this whole uncertainty is really the one that's shaking everyone up. You know, it's almost like a wake up call to all of us saying that, you know what? We got to like, we got to do this and we got to do this right. You know, we really got to do this right. And we really have to just grow up. You know, we really just have to just straight up grow up because, well, Shit's going down, and we're going to be the one to clean up that mess. Think about it. The economy's going down. Everything's going like haywire, basically. And who's going to be there to clean it up in the next five or something years? It's going to be us. Not our dads and our moms, because that's not their problem anymore. By the time COVID is finished and the economy has to rebuild, that's going to be our shit to clean up. That's going to be our mess to clean. That's going to be our effort that's going to be our homework right so and it's not a bad thing you know it's it's just our responsibility it's just our time it's just our generation's job to fix this up because well if not us who would you know we can't rely on the older generations anymore because it's just past their time at this at this point so that state of urgency and uncertainty that's going around our people like our generation our age group is also, I think, one of the things that really makes us grow as individuals because we start to think of our significance in society. How important are we in society? You know, back then when we were in college, back then when we were in high school, we know the adults are going to take care of it. Well, guess what? We're the adults now. <laughs> we're going to be the adults now. So there's no more adults to like cling on to because we are the adults that people are clinging on to. So I think that's also one of the reasons why, you know, because people are like counting on us now. Our family, count, you know, some of us, I would say, some of our family would be counting on us. 
you know, maybe some of our parents who are going into retirement in the next couple of years or maybe are already retired or already planning retirement. So that kind of adds up to the whole urgency and the whole, you know, adding with the whole uncertainty stuff that we're going to be the one taking up the role of adults. We're going to be the one in the lead. We're going to be the one leading the pack from now on. So I think that's also like the, that's going to be the third reason why we're all going through this whole adulting process. It's just maybe at the same time, it's natural, but it's everything is just amplified with this, with this whole lockdown. I would say would be my um, my conclusion from all of this. And, you know, I really hope that um, this is something that you guys can also relate with. This is something that all of these, you know, the personal experiences that I've been through and also, um, you know, the factors that I think causes all of this to happen is something that I personally uh, think is true, at least for me and my my friends. Uh, and I hope it is as well for you. I don't know how it is. But yeah, that's pretty much my take on it, on adulting during lockdown. And is this the life changer that we need? It could be, because it definitely made us more serious about life. And it really made us take life in a more serious and in a more uh, mature way, which is never bad. So... There are ups and downs, obviously, but hopefully to all of us, we can realize more of the ups than the downs of this whole pandemic, especially if we're all still safe, we're all still healthy. I would say there's really not much loss to be made at this point, you know, considering the situations and everything, of course. Well, to close on that particular topic, basically, I would say that adulting during lockdown for me personally has been quite a roller coaster of a ride i'm gonna use that term again roller coaster because it's just been constant up and down up and down up and down and and it's really like just taking you for a ride life is literally offering me a theme park ride at this point because it's just like that uh but yeah i really hope that you know my particular uh you know sharing here today uh i hope you guys can really relate with it i hope um It is something that we can all uh, take away from because, you know, here's the thing. I know the lockdown has been harsher on some people than the others, Uh, but I I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't say this is an advice, but I would say this is more of an encouragement that let's just try to take the positives out of all of this. You know, at the end of the day, life is all about perspective. It's all about how you look at things, you know life is only as good as how we see it you know so if we decide to see things in a bad way we'll just end up with like really shitty life and you know even if we're in the shittiest of situations and we can still try to like take away the good you know the good aspects of it i wouldn't say it would help like in a sense that it would make you feel better but it really does help in the future it really would Uh, like trust me it, it really really would so yeah, anyways, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to go to our very first ever Q&A segment. Yep, first ever Bento podcast Q&A segment. So with this Q&A segment, things are a bit different because um, I make sure that all the questions that you guys give, uh, I make sure that all of them are anonymous. Uh, I try to protect the anonymity of the question bearer or and basically 
people that ask the questions because um yeah i just i just don't really uh want um you know controversies or or just like straight up um problem from the question like you know everybody's supposed to be able to ask anything they want and i just don't want to limit that so yeah uh i'm just gonna pick questions that personally i can't uh answer all of them to be honest but thank you all of you for giving your questions uh i would just pick the questions that i personally find to be the most relevant to my particular topic today which is adulting during lockdown so the first question that we have here is what kind of changes should our generation particularly embrace and improve? All right. It's a very good question. That, that really caught my eye, that particular question. I would say, personally for me, and this is literally my thought, it's tolerance and diversity. Why? If you're from Indonesia and if you're in, you know, in... Uh, in this particular country at this point in time, I would say the first thing that we have to really do if we really want to move forward as a generation is tolerance and diversity and acceptance, you know. Why? Because we have to realize that we're moving into an age where we should really think about things that are more important. You know, our differences in terms like our physical or like just straight up differences should really not be a barrier at all. And that's what the problem that this generation has to face with is that the generation before us did not really embrace this concept, you know. And as a consequence, the younger generation had like they grew up with like that sort of values being instilled into them. And now they're all like they're they're at an impasse right now where they have to pick either to go with tradition in a sense that maybe the values that they were thought uh, like taught were not as tolerant as they should be. And then they face the real like the outside world, like where, you know, the direction of the world is trying to embrace people and just try to be more tolerant, just try to be more accepting to differences that people have. And it became an internal clash for people, you know, because they, they really can't decide which way to go through. I'd, so I'd say tolerance and acceptance and diversity because we can't deny our differences. You know, we can't change that. At the end of the day, everybody's different in every single way, you know, in every single unique way. And you just can't, you know, ask people to change, you know. We can't ask people to change their race. We can't change people... Like we can't ask people to change their their uh, their way of thinking, their opinion. You know, if they think of a certain way or if they act in a certain way, as long as it doesn't disturb, you know, like just society as a whole, just let it be. You know, like just be tolerant and accept it. Because at the end of the day, it has to be dealt with in a way like you just have to either let it go or you really have to like push it really like just way, way down. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, I think tolerance is something that our generation should improve, not can, but should, because in the future, 
the world is going to be more connected. You know, you're going to have people from all over the world living in all different kinds of places, moving from their original place to another. And you're just going to be faced with a lot of different people. Like whatever differences you're facing right now, expect that to amplify in the coming years. Well, maybe now like COVID kind of like ruined that whole thing. But for sure, the world is aiming to like, like the overall aim of the world is to like just reduce borders and just to travel around and settle whatever you, wherever you want. And especially for those living in Indonesia, we're definitely going to see more and more differences like in the future. We can't expect people to stay the same as they are. There, there, there will be differences. There will be a point in time when things will be different. And it's up to us whether we want to be tolerant or not. And I think it's also something to teach, you know, the future generation. We have to stop the cycle. You know, the world has been intolerant long enough. We're the first generation in a very long time in human history to actually embrace tolerance as a value that we celebrate. So I think that's one particular thing where we could personally like what, you know, in the sense of which values or what are the things that our generation should improve tolerance and acceptance and the fact that diversity is like it's just there. We can't do anything about it. We just have to embrace it and just live with it. Be at peace with it. It's going to help everybody. You're going to be better with, like, you're going to have a better life because you accept people's, you know, differences. And other people are not going to be disturbed because they're different. You know, it really is a huge mental burden to people when they, when they feel that they are different and people don't accept them. And just by accepting people, just by accepting differences, you cannot imagine the emotional burden, the mental burden that you've just freed them from. It's real. It's literally real. Okay. Why tolerance? Why not something else? Because I think our generation are really is, is we're generally very good in a lot of things. It's true. We're good at okay, let's say entrepreneurship. I think I think, you know, like our generation has it pretty well. We've got a lot of like young entrepreneurs trying things out. We're like very forward, very critical generation that really just wants to make better things and just want to make a better future for everyone in general. So our generation is already good at a lot of things. We just have to improve on a couple things, in my opinion, which is, well, tolerance and then acceptance of diversity, like just diversity, acceptance and tolerance. That's pretty much it. You know, in terms of um, some people are like, okay, like this generation is a soft generation or whatever. I think this generation is different from the previous generation in a sense that the previous generation didn't have like their burden was more of a physical burden in a sense that they have to provide, they'd have to work harder in a sense in, in a, like in the literal sense that they have to work harder, the, uh, you know, the standard of living was not as high as it is right now. And so they would have to uh, struggle in a sense. So the previous generation had to go through physical burden. Our generation has to go through mental burden. 
the burden that they have, the previous generation have, we don't have. But the burden that we have right now, the previous generation has never felt that. One example, social media. That's already the biggest burden in life for us, for our generation. We're already seeing you know, people comparing their lives and they just feel bad about themselves. A lot of reason why a lot of people that I know quit Instagram is because they just feel like shit whenever they go on to it. You see people like you, every time you click on that explore logo, you see people like, oh, young, successful, have house, blah, 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 all this, blah, 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 blah. And then you see like, oh, OK, so my life is pretty much a mess. I haven't achieved any of those. And we're pretty much like only like a year or two different. So Instagram is a is a like a literal flex platform where you just flex whether it's real or not. I don't know, but you just flex and you end up feeling bad about yourself because of it. And that's why I don't really like that's why we have the bigger mental burden because society judges you more these days than they do back then. Back then, there was no Internet. So whatever you do, not a lot of people know. And not a lot of people can like judge you or talk about it, even if they know, because they have to either call you, send you a letter, or go to your house and say it to your face. Now they can hide inside their blanket and type. And you don't even know that person. They could make fake accounts, and then if you report them, they'll make another fake account. So our generation has like a bigger mental burden. All right. So just uh, it, it goes a bit off topic, I know, from the question, but it just you know goes to validate my point that. You know, we're our generation is good at a lot of things. You know, like so, if the the past, like our older generation would say, like our generation is soft and blah, 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 blah. well, to be honest, I think you know our generation has it worse in terms of like our mental burden. It's a bit worse. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. Um, I would literally love to hear what you think about it. So you can just DM me. Uh, what you think about my answer and i'm not saying all my answers are, are correct in fact i don't even know if it's correct but it's just what i'm thinking personally uh and yeah i really love to hear what you think about it all right so thank you for the question so we go to the last one i can only fit two questions in this episode sorry if you want me to in- include more guys um in the future uh well let me know i will do my best to do so uh all right the second question is, what is the hardest mental battle that you face during lockdown? Whew, that is a tough one. Okay, so the hardest mental battle that I have during lockdown is coming into terms with the concept of uncertainty and self-love. Which I think in itself could be a topic in the future. If you really want it to be a topic, let me know. Uh, why self-love and why uncertainty? Because here's the thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know me as well, I'm a very methodical person. I like to lay things out and I like to make plans. I like and I like to, you know, I like to see my plans go as planned, you know. So with the COVID and everything, my plans have just been like, it's just gone crazy. Literally, it, it's just gone mad. So I, I have to come into terms with that. And it's pretty hard because you know it's about rebuilding things from the beginning basically uh, you know plans that i've made are basically ruined and i have to really cope up with that so that's a pretty hard um and self-love is because at this particular point in time you know you start to realize how important it is to not just take care of other people but take care of yourself 
you know, during this lockdown. And I think a lot of people realize that as well. And I'm not the kind of person who have really practiced self-love, I would say. And that has become a mental burden for me as well because um, it has been pretty hard. Um, I've always tried to put other people's happiness uh, ahead of mine. And um, it's come to a certain point where it, it just ended up to be a very severe mental exhaustion. Uh, mentally, I was back that at that point, uh, one point in time during the lockdown, it was a very mentally exhausting um, time for me. So I would say the biggest mental struggle that I had during the lockdown would be coming into terms with the uncertainty that I may be called back to China in the next week, month, day, or maybe not ever. And also coming into terms with the fact that I have to try to practice more self-love. So that's pretty much what I can say in terms of my personal mental battles with uh, with myself during the lockdown. Uh, but yeah, I mean, personally, these two questions uh, that I've answered today, it's re- really worth it, you know, to be a topic of its own. So let me know if you want this to be a particular topic because I would be more than happy to discuss this. In fact, I would be more than happy to discuss anything at this point. But yeah, um, those are those are my personal uh, mental battles that I can share with you guys. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, anyways, again, thank you guys for the questions. I'm sorry I can only include two questions this episode. Uh, hopefully if you want more Q and a segments, I can try to fit more questions in the future. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for a lot of the questions. I really appreciate that. And moreover, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode today. I really, really hope that this episode has been very beneficial to every one of you guys and I hope it was entertaining enough. I know it's a, it, it's a pretty tough topic. It's pretty like pretty hard, you know, it's pretty like rough. But hopefully it can be something that, you know, uh, can really help because the aim of this podcast at the end of the day is just to make problems more relatable and to let you guys know that, you know, these are problems that not only you guys are facing, a lot of people are facing as well. So you don't feel as lonely. All right. Anyways, once again, guys, thank you for the questions and thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. I'm Ben from Bento Podcast signing off. Thank you.